0: And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Hey y'all, 7 Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Please, Arthur Smith, for the love of Dirty Bird Nation, start Desmond Ritter. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the guy who owes Jeff Saturday an apology. And with me, as always, is AJ, losses don't count when they're not on American soil, Marchese
1: Don't get me started on soil, Rob. Do you see how bad that pitch was in Byron? Come on.
0: Today, we're talking all the best and worst NFL rookies from week 10 of the NFL season. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 And one, three, two, and one two, three, four.
1: Seven, Seven rounds, rounds in, in heaven, heaven with, with my baby. My Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking <laughs> for a Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today?
0: Who's going to put ketchup on a stick?
1: Who's going to find a steal
0: in the fifth? The home team.
1: Team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go go seven rounds together.
0: together. Let's go go seven rounds rounds forever. forever. And And that's that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink your digital water cooler sports drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team, a rising tide lifts all boats. So go check them out online or on social, go to SportsDrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sports drink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Um, if my voice sounds hoarse, it's uh, AJ. It's because I've been uh, cheering for all these senior bowl acceptances we've gotten in recent oh. days. Each each time once announced, I cheer. Well,
1: that's because you love the Colts.
0: Get it? Uh, wow, wow! Well played. Nothing, nothing better than watching Jeff Saturday on Sundays.
1: Senior bowl all right. acceptances, Rob. There's <laughs> more. They
0: never stop. Yeah. They never stop. Jim Nagy's a man who just can't quit. Quit the grind. Um, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm gonna read through the offense. You know the drill, AJ. The yeah, defense. I know the drill. All right, let's go. Couple of receivers: Michigan State's Jaden Reed, Old Miss's Jonathan Mingo, Stanford's Michael Wilson, Iowa State's Xavier Hutchinson, TCU's Darius Davis, and then offensive tackle Matthew Bergeron of Syracuse. Who's Canadian? Um, one, Matthew Bergeron's our guy, so we're super oh, yeah. excited about that one. And he, he's upped his game this year. I, th- I think he he went from a guy who we both loved his ability to climb to the second level as a as a zone run blocking left tackle, uh, but he's he's translated that athleticism in, into improved pass protection. Yep. But the question I have for you is, what do you think of this receiver group? Because that I mean that's five receivers since we recorded yesterday. It's a lot all at once.
1: Yeah, uh, old Jimbo sent out a tweet, kind of bragging on his, his receiver hall. Uh, it's a little underwhelming. It's a little underwhelming compared to years past, and I think that speaks to the
0: uh, the lack of
1: high end depth in this class. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't Jonathan Mingo. I think is the most interesting of that group. Agreed. But uh, my, Michael Wilson's a little underrated. I I just most of these guys right now, I think are are like firmly like. Midday mid day three guys. Yeah, maybe Jonathan Mingo. Not got to dive into him a little more, but yeah, I, I think you're right in that it it really shows that this receiver class is going to leave a lot to be desired.
1: hmm Yeah, the teams that missed out the last few years on on the you know the the dearth of uh, receiver talent that we've seen with the last three classes now, uh, at least are going to be upset because you're getting it. if you want to you know try to go bargain hunting again. I, I think it's going to be slim pickings.
0: Looking at the defensive guys who accepted this week, though, got a couple interesting ones, and uh, I'll read through them quick. Florida State's Fabian Lovett, Iowa State's Will McDonald, Illinois' Jartavius Martin, and Florida State's Jamie Robinson, who's at – I didn't name all their positions, but you know them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we, well, we know them, Rob. Um, we know them. Who I think Will McDonald's going to be pretty interesting to see that, you know, that type of speed on the edge against this, uh, tackle group against Matthew Bergeron. Um, I think that's a cool one. I don't know. Like so far, I think the group as a whole has been interesting
0: and there's still a long way to go, but I'm, I'm most excited about Jamie Robinson. I think he's a player who's really gonna Mm -hmm. have a lot of draft Twitter love, uh, especially as we, as we dive deeper into his tape and we get to the senior bowl, um, Last year, was Jalen Petrie. I think this year, he's that type of player where it's this kind of Swiss Army knife in the defensive backfield who maybe he's not the ideal athlete with the ideal size, but it's the instincts, the physicality yeah. that, that kind of separate him. He's a guy I really liked over the summer, and I, I'm I'm so excited to see what he looks like in Mobile.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I, I
0: knew you were going to pick him, so I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you have him. Wow, th- thank you so much. You're and then, welcome. of course, we got two special teams announcements. Maryland kicker Chad Ryland and UCF long snapper Alex Ward. Uh, elite gets, that's high level.
1: Ryland's, Ryland's got a leg on him. I feel like we actually, we did talk about Ryland earlier this year because he had like, yeah. what, like 30 kicks in a row or something like that? And he's really good.
0: He is really good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, should be quick, the, he should be kicking on Sundays right now. Quickly, a couple East West Shrine Bowl Uh All interesting. Arkansas receiver Jaden Hazelwood, Florida A&M edge rusher Isaiah Land, and uh, your guy, Purdue corner Corey Trice. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, Mike, I love Corey Trice. Um, you do? He's 6'3". I do. Corey Trice is good. Land is – they are good guys. Land is a lot of fun coming up from the lower – you know, from HBCU. It's a good get seeing what he can do.
0: He had um, like 20 sacks last year. Yeah,
1: no, that's a good – he could really, really, you know, boost his stock that week. And, yeah, Trice – Bigger guy, bigger corner. That's a fun one, too.
0: Hazelwood, interesting, too, because yeah. a, a big recruit who kind of hasn't quite put it together at the yep. collegiate level, but the the talent is there. He's been quite solid for Arkansas this year um, after kind of three May years at Oklahoma. But I wouldn't be surprised if if uh, they show up it's, in, in Vegas and he's clearly kind of the most physically imposing wide receiver. Yeah, no, Totally. Um, good receiver group headed the east west. Like Ooh, I don't know. I, I just want. I just I Galco Nagy the War of the Worlds. But uh, I don't know. Like Zay Flowers is is it the best out of the whole bunch. Yeah, and he's headed the East West strand Bowl, and yeah. I think that's quite interesting. Yeah. The war never ends. AJ the war ends. Oh, the battle of the ages. Have you been tracking the Hula Bowl acceptances?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they're doing a great job. You know that.
0: They probably. You know what? They
1: probably are. I'm sure they are.
0: Um, actually we should start looking at that. Do you want me to start announcing the NFL bowl on here too? Mm-hmm. Please starting next week. Okay. I'm going to look into it. Uh, yeah, well, thanks. Can... please don't, please, please, <laughs> please you see how many different bowl games I can announce. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. NFL week 10 superlatives. Kenny Pickett was back in action. Yay. Um, yeah, sure. I guess. Um, he is the main topic of our QB rookie rundown. It, it was okay. It, they won. Uh, Pickett finished 18 for 30 with 199 yards. Eight carries, 51 yards. It was... It, it, it was... A very backup NFL backup esque quarterback performance. Where I don't know, I just felt like this is Colt McCoy. Like this is, oh no, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I didn't like Did what he... he does on the ground is so important. Has, Which isn't it... great. Has he has he had a fake slide yet? No, no. I know. Um. It it was I don't know AJ. He just kind of locks on to one throw and doesn't move off it. So sometimes it works really well. Him and George Pickens do have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. There's a couple different throws to Pickens <clears throat> that look good. But there was also, like, the first throw of the game, he had Pickens coming across the field. who had a step on Elante Taylor, fellow rookie. And uh, he just kind of missed him. He threw it way behind him. And, like, Pickens kind of have oh, a what the hell look. Um, came back later on that drive and uh connected with or the next driving and connected with pickens on a back shoulder curl and it it was nice like there's a couple throws where it's like if his first read is there it's solid oh my god the snow in the central michigan western michigan game's insane um sorry uh but it's so inconsistent like there was also, early in the first half, he he didn't throw a pick this game, but Elante Taylor dropped a potential mm. pick six. Um, th- this game was worth watching for watching Pickens and, and, and Elante Taylor go at it. Uh, I don't know. I just keep coming away like this guy This guy is missing too many throws. Like He, he had Pat Friarmuth in the end zone, one-on-one with Elante Taylor again, and, and, and a better ball at six from a better quarterback, and he just – Missed him by an inch, and it's like these tiny little misses. They add up, and and again, there's too many where he just locks onto one guy and, and, and that's where he's going. Or and there's too many he just kind of sails it out of bounds because he doesn't have a great arm. Like he kind of plays like he has a great arm. He I'm- he 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 missed Deontay Johnson twice. One of them ended up being a penalty, but twice where he had a step. Down the field, um, one of them should have been a touchdown. Again, a better quarterback, it's a touchdown. Like the receivers, Pickens and Deontay Johnson are getting open. It's—I don't think anyone thinks it's them. Pat Friar, we've played a good game too. It—the it, it, offensive line wasn't like terrible or anything. Like I thought this was one of the better games we've seen from the Steelers offensive line. He just too often kind of holds the ball, scrambles, which the mm-hmm. the, the, the mobility is nice because he 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 can move the chains that way. But it, it's kind of like. If his first read's not there, you better hope he runs. Um, I, I feel like his like his arm has just been so overrated,
1: but like I don't know, if people actually think it's good. It's weird. I feel like the talk about it, actual, his actual arm talent is weird. Um, did you feel like watching, you know, Andy Dalton on the other sideline?
0: That That's he could a good comparison that he could reach that level. If everything clicks right, I think he can have an Andy Dalton-like career. Like Andy Dalton at his peak. The Bengals were one of the most talented teams in the NFL. They and were. Ultimately, their collapses came because Andy Dalton didn't have that, that next gear in, in his game to, to kind of compete in the playoffs against playoff caliber quarterbacks. But when everything goes right around Andy Dalton, he's a competent quarterback. And, and um, I, I feel like he's the has been in the epitome of like kind of, if your quarterback's worse than Andy Dalton, you need a new quarterback. If he's better than Andy yeah. Dalton, you probably have, a franchise guy. Um, again, like there's a couple throws. There, there was a couple of the pickins. There was one deep down the sideline uh, in the second half to Deontay Johnson. Like the the wide receiver talent is there. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, between Pickens, Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryarmuth, the offensive line needs to play better. But they played a pretty decent game in this one, and, and and still I thought Kenny Pickett left a lot to be desired. Like there was multiple times where he has a clean pocket and he kind of gets just like. Happy feet and like kind of twitchy and he, he it, I don't know. It's he doesn't work through his progressions very well, which is really funny when you consider that this is a guy who who was touted as very pro ready, the most yeah. pro ready of the bunch, and I, I firmly don't think, like. I think if he was in this quarterback class, like. He's clearly behind C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. I, I don't think yeah. that's any debate. But like, <laughs> even even like, if you compared him to Will Levis, like Will Levis has the physical tools at least. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I. Um, you, you, hey. Yeah. You know what? He's a hell of a quarterback sneaker. That's how he scored. Mm, that's good. That's what you need.
1: That's that's what you want in the modern uh, CFL. Um, I, yeah, I think like you know we've we've panned Will Levis weekly on this show. And right now, if you were to ask me who I'd rather have
0: between Will Levis and, and Kenny Pickett, I think I'm taking Will Levis. Yeah, just because I mean, Will Levis is a better arm; he's a better athlete. Um, I, I think there's more untapped potential there. Yes, I think. I don't know. I just it's hard. Right, right, right now I'm I, as a taking off my scouting hat and putting on my Steelers fan hat. I'm praying to God he can be Andy Dalton, which. I don't think that, that that's a Super Bowl-winning quarterback, and that's the reason anyone drafts quarterback is for them to be a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. I don't know. Like, it's, it's hard to crucify this guy after five starts, but I just don't think he's been anything above looking like a solid NFL backup. Like, he hasn't been horrific either. Like, he's not a train wreck. Like, they can go out and win games... When everything else clicks, but I don't think he can win games. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Thank God he can move. He has more rushing touchdowns than throwing touchdowns. AJ <laughs> didn't didn't throw an interception in this game. That's an improvement. He he had thrown eight in his previous four and a half games. What's his longest rushing touchdown though? Like two yards? Does he
1: had a long one? No. <clears throat> no. I had like a seven yarder. That's not 13 bad. Thirteen yarder, maybe. Thirteen. Holy shit, that's
0: that's getting impressive. No, actually, I think that I think I, I oversold that. <laughs> um, the other quarterback I got to watch this week was the Titans throwing Malik Willis for one play Lucky. where they ran his own read and he, he I don't know if it was on him or Derrick Henry, but they fumbled and gave the Broncos the ball. Good thing Russell Wilson's the Broncos' quarterback because didn't end up mattering. But um, that was not fun.
1: And that's the, the second time this has happened this year, too. Well, I guess the last time he was getting the handoff and
0: fumbled. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't, un, like, I don't understand doing that. It has not worked. <laughs> it has not worked. I <laughs> hope they go back
1: to it, though. Oh, me too. It's fun, and it gives us something to talk about. But, yeah, we got another rookie quarterback this week. Who? Skylar Thompson got to play the he, last four minutes in a blow. <laughs>
0: did he really? I didn't realize that.
1: yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that until I, like, I re-watched the game. Uh, one for one, 17 yards. Check down to Alec Ingold. Good work, Skyler.
0: That's all I got to say. Good work, Skyler. Um, all right. The, the The quarterback class isn't very fun, but no. it's been a fun offensive skill class. I think. Right, well, actually, maybe you won't, but I, I, I think we'll have the same offensive rookie of the week this week. We got the same offensive rookie of the week this week. Kenny Pickett, wow! Kenny, yes. he deserves it after we just... I got another, to him. I got another twenty minutes on <laughs> on the pick, man. Throw by throw, um, Christian Watson, yes, Christian Watson, Christian freaking Watson, after a terrible start in this game too, yep, kind of just became what they needed them needed him to become, and, yep. and and credit to Aaron Rodgers for continuing to go back to him, eight targets, four catches, one hundred seven yards, three touchdowns. Uh, so three of his catches go for a touchdown. The other w- w- was for a first down. Mm-hmm. This came this came after a bad, a brutal drop uh, on a deep route. So not as bad as that one from earlier in the year, but in a similar vein, still very bad. Yes, uh, uh, another tough drop uh, later in in the first half, and, and a couple different miscommunications. But Rodgers trusted in him. He he realized this this is the best I got. His height weight speed mismatch was just too much. And, and he became that deep threat they needed and Yeah, yep. Yeah. And he can be obviously
1: like first touchdown, just like, you know, got Vert, uh stacked the D B, hauled in the catch, and then like, you know, that the ball was slightly underthrown. Rogers probably you know, a little worried about the drop. And then like shrugged off. I think it was Brown, shrugged him off, scored. Um and like you said, like that the one the non touchdown was like on a third down. He got low and moved the chains. Um, and then, like, the other two bones are, like, in such big spots, too. The, the the second touchdown was fourth and seven. Uh, you know, they lined him up in a bunch, went on the crosser, and then, like you said, his speed was just too much, and he got he got open, and then does a, you know... I think he did, like, a really good job, like, not, you know, the speed is the speed, but also, like, just, like, feeling his way through the, the rubbish, the contact, and, and getting clean and getting open, and then, you know, easy once he got there. And then the third touchdown, in the red zone, another crossing route, um easy and it just finally figured out like seemed like they figured out how to get him involved and it was it was great and like you and said most importantly he landed that backflip and he landed the backflip yeah like and like you said the hand's still shaky but this could be the game and like, like you said it's kind of more early this could be the game to like launch a big time stretch run from well, him
0: I, and I think because the hand the hands I don't I don't know that if they're ever going to be amazing like he this like he's going to have a drop here or there. Yeah. But now I think the the important thing is. Rogers knows he can bounce back from a drop. I can go back to this guy like he's going to get open deep. He is six five and, and burning deep speed and just such a complete mismatch and yeah. it, it, and that first touchdown. His ability to track the ball is yes. impressive. It's just completing the catch, like, and I, I mean, I thought he looked like a a poor man's Mike Evans type of player in this game, except maybe faster than, than Evans, you know, even at his peak. But
1: yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, and, hey,
0: the drops would look similar to Mike Evans too. You're right. And, and like, I don't know. It, it was just such an extreme bounce back from him. Then yeah. it feels like now he's got, got got the confidence of the quarterback, probably more confidence in himself, yep. the confidence of the coaching staff to, hey, we've got a mismatch guy here. They play the Titans this week. The Titans' defense has been phenomenal because yeah. they get so much pressure. I think that back end's susceptible. I'm really interested to see... Rodgers and Watson build on this chemistry against a great defense. Maybe
1: we got a lot of rookie on rookie with uh, Watson versus McCreary too. That could be fun. Do Mm -hmm. do you think that like maybe not you know a three touchdown hundred yard performance week in week out, but do you think that this really just ignited him and he's going to
0: continue keep this up down the down the stretch? I I I, like I don't know if he's going like gonna be a Pro Bowl level player or anything. (laughs) Yeah, but like to think he can be what Marquez Valdez Scantling was for this team. I think very it intenible. is is very yes, no. agreed. Agreed. Um, going to the defensive rookie of the week, I I, I didn't have like a, a sheer dominant type of performance. Nor did I, but I'm gonna stick in the in the same division, and uh, the NFC North, and I'm gonna go to Bears undrafted rookie <laughs> linebacker Jack Sanborn, who is just since they trade Roquan Smith, they're they're starting. Mike linebacker and uh, fine by me because I don't know, he's, he's a fun player. He he wasn't amazing, but racked up 12 tackles, two sacks. One came where he just busted ass on a Jared Goff kind of scramble at the goal line and, and and um, and obliterated him. The lines i up scoring, but uh, the the other came on a blitz where he just kind of blew by uh, the I think it was pinay Sewell, and and got in the backfield and and then the the tackles he, his instincts and his physicality were just showcased throughout the game. He's like a consistent tackler. He's not again, he's not some guy who's amazing in space or anything, but he's a competent level player. And and they didn't even they weren't even able to really pick on him in coverage or anything, right? They they he only saw two targets give up uh one catch for 12 yards, but I thought it was just a really really wow, the, this is a NFL-level player, and that's what bad teams need. Um, <laughs> correct, yeah. And, <clears throat> I, like, I don't know. I, th- I think the Bears might have their starting Mike Linebacker for the next couple of years. Uh,
1: it's funny because I'm going to mention his uh, his running mate from, from the Badgers days on the show, too. Um, I think it's fun that, you know, we both had new blood at, uh, at the Officer's Rookie uh, of the Week position, and I got a, we both got a defensive spot, too. Um, another week, I, I agree with you, where it wasn't, you know, I didn't have a dominant monster performance. Um, I had a guy who did it in only 21 snaps at so 35% for the Arizona Cardinals, and that's MyJay Sanders, who who got a good matchup against the uh, not so wanted Rams offensive line and John Wolford, but really put together a really good game in those, those 21 snaps. Five tackles, a sack, forced fumble on that sack. Uh, another TFL two. The sag was, was really nice. I think that's, that's what you drafted my J4. It was speed to power. Just, just, you know, launched into the left tackle's chest and then like kept it going, accelerated through him, uh, got the ball before Wolf, Wolfard was about to release really, really great play. They got the ball there and they turned it into points before half big time play. Uh, it wasn't like a close game, but still just, it was a big time play. Um, and like for an undersized guy, you know, he, he's showed glimpses this year, but for size guy, he's like I think he looked really solid in the run. I had a few good run stops, um, got a TFL out on a cup sc- on a cup screen, showing that the athleticism there. Um, got got a got a knockdown at the line of scrimmage too, and then another one where he just got into Wolford's face and it just forced a you know throw a bad throw. Um, and then there was another play where he probably would have had another sack, and it looked like it was like he got held, but flush Wolford didn't get a call though, and and yeah, it looked impressive and. Again, all of that coming in just twenty-one snaps. Um, I thought he looked like he belonged, and he's starting to look like he can stick on the field for all three downs, or at very least, uh, garner more snaps for that Cardinals team very soon.
0: He he is he. I think he has six pressures this year, but he hasn't really played a ton. No,
1: this is the, so, the
0: most he's played. Like he's a guy who especially cuz the i the, this team is such a mess. Yeah. You think that this guys just got to play a lot more? Yeah, we definitely. Like does. why not? Definitely. Uh a guy who probably could afford to play less. Uh my worst rookie of the week goes to Cowboys corner Duron Bland. Yeah. Who played 55% of the snaps against the Packers, gave up a perfect quarterback rating. Uh, four catches, eighty-two yards and a touchdown. Most of the, uh, the the big touchdown came against Christian Watson. Yeah, who Bland just looked kind of lost at times. Uh, didn't really have the speed to keep up in space down the field. He's been solid. He's, he's played, I think, a lot more than people were expecting. Yeah. Um, but I I, I thought overall really tough week in general from um corners. Uh. Yeah, I
1: mean, I, I didn't have like a Bladen guy. I, I kind of wrote down plan too, but I didn't, I didn't want to give him just him. So you know, I'm gonna go with a guy who, like, I don't think he's truly the worst rookie or anything, but, um, given where he was selected and like how well he played early, I, I thought Zion Johnson kind of struggled uh, against the 49ers on uh, on Sunday night. I, I feel like he's, like, you know, a, after playing so well early this season, I feel like his plays dipped quite a bit in the last few mm-hmm. weeks. Well, I think we, we talked about maybe
0: three weeks ago he had a tough game.
1: Yeah, and I think it's kind of, like, not brutal and embarrassing or anything, but just hasn't really shrugged that one off. And I think this was another week of just mm, shaky at best performance. I think he got, like, three pressures. No sacks, but a couple other uh, reps where he didn't look too sharp. I I don't know. He really needs one. Like Again, it wasn't, like, a brutal, brutal performance, but he really needs a, a week to, like, step back step step his shit back off. Because we saw the high-level play early
0: for, for, you know, for, like, the first, what, five weeks at least. Agreed. And I, I think, um, especially because the, the, the way the Chargers are built, it felt like their offensive line was going to take that step. Then Rashawn Slater gets hurt. You know, Jamari Saylor's yeah. been kind of uh, as a savior. As good as you could possibly hope ever, yes. But... He since he's come in and been playing at a higher level, I think like Zion's kinda hit a bit of a rookie wall. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um an offensive lineman who who's kinda gone the other way, I think, who had a slower start but's played really well uh the last couple of weeks and is my primetime star is uh Iki Aquane. I thought he played well against the Falcons on Thursday night. I didn't have a super blatant prime yeah, time star, so I, I I went with the the ick man who hasn't given up a sack for like eight straight weeks now. That's very, very promising. Yeah, and, and I, I thought like – not that the Falcons have some vaunted pass rush or anything, but uh, throughout that game, just very solid. Um, and then in the run game, he wasn't like the, the the dominant force he saw at NC State, but consistently getting push um, – He's just been very very solid for them.
1: Yes, and the SOB kind of came back. My like my one thing to like kind of hesitantly not put him anywhere positive or negative. Just like he had a couple a couple bad penalties that kind of kind of slowed him down. I mean, as the Panthers offense. You can't you can't slow him down cuz they're already not moving, but a couple bad penalties, but he really has like the first few weeks I'm like, "Oh no, did we totally just miss this guy? Like is he just not going to translate to the NFL somehow?" But no, I'm not. Like I don't think you should. I don't think anyone should be worried about Icky. He's he's looked really really good. Uh, the last. I don't know what five six weeks now.
0: Yeah. Uh. If if uh Carolina ends up with that top pick or has their choice of the top quarterback in the draft, like it must be very. I don't know that Scott Fitter will still be the GM, but it Mm -hmm. must be very calming for whoever's in charge that they've kind of already got this left tackle.
1: Yeah, I agree. And and my primetime star, I'm going on the other side of the ball here, um, Drake London, who, like, again, I don't think it was some spectacular performance. It was only five catches, 38 yards, and a touchdown. Um, but, yeah, I agree. Like, not counting the Germany game, there there wasn't many, like, primetime rookie performers. Um, and, like, I just, I just thought, like, the quality of plays, the quality of catches London was making uh, was what gave him the nod here. Like, that first catch, he just, like, <laughs> nearly got his head taken off but held on. Um, then the touchdown was like, you know, a nice jump ball off, off in the end zone, off a post through contact, really great grab. had another really, really nice contested catch late. Like everything for the Falcons this year has not come easy and it hasn't been easy for London either, who made it look really easy at times at USC, but this just felt like a good way to get him going. Like like just throw the ball his way, let him use his size and his physicality and, and go make a play. And. Again, it wasn't a monster performance, but it, it was enough.
0: Yeah, no, he, um, I don't know. I just, AJ, I can't, I can't handle this quarterback situation. <laughs> I know,
1: I know. Um, I don't know. It sounds like they're not going to give Ritter a chance.
0: It, like, really sounds like they're not going to. It does, which, why did you draft him then? Arthur Smith didn't, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Arthur's got his guy in Marcus, baby. Um, moving to underwhelming performance, I kind of alluded to it earlier. Nobody jumped on the Alonte Taylor hype train like I did. <laughs> I might have. I might have been the conductor. Um, the game was really fun to watch him and Pickens kind of go at it throughout. It, it was a lot of one-on-one between those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, this the Steelers clearly kind of intended to go after him even though he played so well uh and and you know what he he saw 10 targets he gave up seven catches 64 yards not terrible but the issue is three penalties dpi illegal contact and defensive holding um pickens was just kind of getting the best of him with his size and his athleticism uh and then elante taylor which i i appreciate um his physicality and willingness, but he missed some tackles because he he come downhill, uh, with a purpose, but not kind of break down and, and finish mm. through and yeah. And now I, I'm not worried about him. Like I think he's going to be very good. He's so feisty. I I think he's clearly an NFL starting corner, and he played really well the previous two or three weeks. Um, and, and you're bound to kind of have some drop off in play as a rookie, but uh, yeah. I I, I just thought. He, he was a big part of the reason the Steelers were able to um, make some plays in this game.
1: Never a good sign that you're a corner and you're helping that Steelers, you no know, pass the game, thrive, or, or you know, have some success at least. Um, my underwhelming performance is a guy I'm obviously on the bandwagon with, with uh, Kenneth Walker, who, you know, it, it, 10 carries, 17 yards, not good. It felt like, you know, because Seattle just got behind in this game that... I don't know, the run game just lost effectiveness, but also just like individually, there was a couple like rookie mistakes where there was that one third and one. Um, they're trying to score before half and kind of recoup some momentum in the go for it. And he just stops his feet behind the line of scrimmage and gets gobbled up. And that's like, man, you got to just stick your foot and go. And I know like him, you know, dancing and, and the hesitation and, and you know, the the patience has been so effective for him and it's worked so many times this year. Uh, but that one is just an ugly look. And then they like, had another one where he just like... They, coming out of the second half, they had a nice drive going. And then he fucked up a draw where Gino kind of just had to keep it and, and follow him up. Uh, and just killed the momentum. Killed the momentum. So I thought those two two plays were huge in just the eventual loss. On the positive side, though, he 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 kind of showed up in the passing game. Six catches, 55 yards. and And just solid picking up yards when they went to him. No drops or anything. But... They need him. I don't know. Like 10, 10, 10 carries for 17 yards is not getting it done, and those two, pay, two, two, those two
0: plays were so big. Uh, just the transition to looks like a hit, I'm going to go with the running back on the other side uh, in he, that game. Rashad White had his coming out party. He, he was the lead back in this game, and, and it paid off. He's my looks like a miss because I wasn't very high on him. I wish I had stuck to my guns. I was super high on him. I kind of, I kind of uh, moved him down. And I was like I fairly high on him, and him then I moved him down.
1: Yeah, you should have. I moved him down like huge. That I was way out on him.
0: Uh, like I really didn't like his last year there. Uh, I th- I thought his patience, the two things he does so much better than Leonard Fournette is he's he's more explosive and his patient, and those two things just allowed him to rack up yards on, on a good defense.
1: Yeah, and I mean like that that rushing attack has been brutal, um, and like apparently they, they they kind of showed different things that they have in this year, and it worked. Um, but, yeah, like, I, for me, like, I ended up way lower on him than than you and than a lot of people. And, like, since he got drafted, it's like, oh, this is a great situation. And then, like, even this year, it's like so many takes about, like, how he's looked good and should be the Bucks yeah. lead back and blah, blah, blah. And to me, like, I thought he hadn't shown much, and now it looks dumb. I looked dumb. He had a great, great game, 22 carries, <laughs> 105 yards, was the finisher. Like you said, multiple long runs, tossing digs like a rag doll. It was a really impressive game.
0: Yeah. Um. The thing is, too, like, they, they hadn't given him a large chunk no. of carries at any point, right? Like, it felt like he was going to be the satellite type of back. He had that one game earlier in the year against yeah. the Chiefs where he, he racked up a handful of catches. But they hadn't really consistently given him a role. And then all of a sudden, he's RB1, and it, it paid off. It did. It did. And people were calling for it. I'm like, I don't know. Lenny, I think Lenny's still got But no, it,
1: it, White, White really, really showed up. Um, my looks like a hit, uh, funny enough, I just want to give Charles Cross some love, because I feel like we haven't talked about him too much, and it's not like he's been a stud or anything, but I thought this was probably his best game as a pro, um, didn't give up a single pressure in 42, uh, pass reps, um, and, like, a lot of that, you know, Seattle was just behind the game, and Tampa knew they were throwing, it felt like they threw a lot out at him, um, you know, he was just one-on-one a lot on an island, and he was just rock-solid, and, like, um... Like, you know, like, the few times he kind of, you know, lost initially, I thought his recovery game was really, really, really good. Uh, flashing the athleticism just to, you know, kind of kick guys out. Um, it looks like a very Mississippi State performance. And um, the run blocking, like, a touched you. Kenth Walker wasn't great. And I felt the whole line wasn't great as a whole uh, run blocking. But that that pass rush, uh, that pass protection performance, I thought, was was enough to, like, just, like, I was never worried about Charles Cross, but, like, enough that like, yeah, he's he's – it's coming. He's
0: figuring it out. It's it's gonna. He's gonna be a stud. Um. Yeah. We. I feel like you've been. Uh, you, you've almost undersold those rookie tackles because you tried not to talk about the Seahawks too much. I probably. And when I do, you give me shit. I'm talking about another Seahawk in a second. So. <laughs> um. Okay. Looks like a miss. I just feel like everyone was too low on George Pickens because he was. Yeah. Um, yep. Because he was so hurt at Georgia. Yeah. Uh, he is, and again, not dominant, but drew a couple penalties against Devontae Taylor. Three grabs, 32 yards. Two carries, 23 yards in touchdown. He seems to have inherited the, the Chase Claypool rushing touches, which is good. Yep. Um, and I just think with a better quarterback, he would be in the Offensive Rookie of the Year race. Like, he is so. Uh, NFL ready. He is such an athletic mismatch. He is one of the best blocking receivers already, um, and we were all just too low on him. I, yeah. I know some people were quite high on him, but you know, you know what I think yeah.
1: it was. I think like, this may be a weird take, and I'm not trying to defend us at all because we're wrong. It almost felt like the people who were less plugged in, or like more like Devi fantasy people, you know, the the weird wide receiver people. It, it feels like they were the ones like not worried about Pickens, and like they're in on Pickens, and like the big media. It felt like the people who were like got a little too close to it were the ones that you know just try to get picky on him. No pun intended, right? And I think that's kind of what happened. And sometimes you just got to know this guy's talented as fuck, and it's gonna work out.
0: Agreed. And, and you said yours was white, so let's move to needs to step it up. I'll give you a pair of AFC South receivers. Um, Traylon Burks returned from injury and was. Okay, he had a yeah. drop. Uh, he, Tannehill hit him in space, and he dropped it. And I, I just that can't happen. Finished with six targets, three catches, twenty-four yards. But I want Titans, to see a strong stretch
1: run from him. Sorry to interrupt you, Rob. Yeah,
0: like I just want to see him do more after the catch. Be the guy we thought he was coming to yeah. Arkansas, and and especially with the Titans, lock, basically locked into winning the South. Um, I want to see him be that compliment to Derrick Henry, just because they have, I mean, Nick, Nick Westbrook-Akina had a huge game. He did. He did. But, but the game before that, and I know Malik Willis was starting, but their receivers had zero receptions. And yeah. They need Burks to be that guy, and, and for this team to do damage in the playoffs, because they, I, I do think this defense is like, Super Bowl contending defense.
1: They have a team built to win in the playoffs. Obviously, They're the running so game, well coached. That with the coaching and the defense, like, that's a formula for, you know, come January, right? But the, the one piece that can maybe go them, you know, from maybe one and done or, or, or you know, wild card and out is if Burks becomes a, a real, real threat. That could change, can change their season. It, really, that's a good pick. Um, who's your other receiver? Uh, well, speaking of changed
0: seasons, Jeff Saturday's changed the Colts season. <laughs> um, but Alec Pierce, uh, just yeah. two targets, dropped a pass, wasn't on the same page with Matt Ryan on the other target. Um, we've seen the flashes from him and it's Definitely. not like they're they're making a playoff pusher. Well, I shouldn't say that Jeff Saturday's got these boys playing. <laughs> um, but it's we had that bit of stretch there. It was like three or four weeks there where he looked quite good yeah, it, really and yeah. it's it just I think getting him and Matt Ryan on the same page again and and being that downfield mismatch with the height weight speed.
1: Definitely, like you said, Saturday. Like, look, they're they're rolling right now. <laughs> they need someone to step up. But no, like you said, like that three four week stretch. It looked like he was about to become their wide receiver one, or at the very least, like a consistent, you know, deep threat. Because Pittman's been eh, up and down at times too, you know. But yeah, um, mine needs to step it up. Kind of obvious. Maybe could have been worse rookie. Um, but I put him here originally, so I didn't change content. Um, <laughs> Kobe Bryant, who felt like he was getting picked on by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were targeting him specifically, I thought, like moving Evans into the slot. Uh, Obviously, Godwin's great out of the slot too. Um, And it's just a tough, tough matchup for him, and it worked in Tampa's favor. Felt like a lot of their, you know, throw-down conversions came targeted him. But also, like, I felt like Bryant wasn't in bad positions on a lot of them. Like, Evans had a nice grab early on a crosser, and, like, Kobe just, like, was in good coverage and fought but didn't get his head around it and couldn't find the ball. Um, and then like another one on Scotty Miller was like, you know, a little whipper out, um, great throw from Brady, tough catch from Scotty. Uh, he was right there. Just didn't make the play. And another one just like on Godwin was just a fingertip away from the ball. It just it felt like he was so close to being there and him just being one step better. Uh, could have been the difference in the game. And uh, he's, you know, he's given up his yards at times. He's made big plays at times. I like that they're you know they're playing him because you, you really this is a year that is still a rebuild
0: um but yeah go ahead sir uh, I was just gonna say he I put him for not ready to play because I I don't know I haven't had a huge taste of him this year but every every time I've seen him he he just doesn't seem great um this was a brutal game yeah he's on the season when targeted giving up a an hundred and eighteen point three rating um uh, I don't know, he just kind of seemed to step slow.
1: Yeah, it does. And like I like think the Scotty whip, he kind of just like bit at the at the top of the route and that put him way out of position. It's just Yeah, I, but again, he's had the pension for the forced fumbles and that's really, you know, been a big boon for the Seahawks, but no, again, I like like you said, like a step slow. Like he's there but mm-hmm. just just he's almost there, I guess. Um my not ready to play. I'm spinning this into like a positive. Because I just don't think he's ready yet, but like the flashes are there. And that's kind of what we saw coming in Wisconsin with Leo Chanel uh, for the Chiefs this week. Um, got a good glimpse of him, and like, man, he, he had some big plays. He had a really, really, really nice TFL, firing uh, through a gap on the backside, bringing down ETN before he could get to the line scrimmage, obviously. Um, and then I had another one where he just showed that freaky downhill explosiveness. They blitzed him, he fired him down, flushed Lawrence out of the pocket, or to step up, kind of. Um, you know, gets a little, little like chippy block from the running back. Doesn't slow him down too much. Lawrence steps up and then he chases from behind and, uh, brings Lawrence down for a sack before he can get out. Those two plays are like, yeah, this is why Leo Chanel was a interesting, interesting product. Uh, but like they're not ready to play aspect. Just came with his eyes, you know, like there he was out of position quite frequently. The instincts aren't quite there yet. I, I forgot to get a snap count, but it wasn't like, wasn't too sizable. If I were off the top of my head, 15 ish. Um, but, like, if he brings it together, you can turn it into something. But I, I like that they're, like, just kind of letting him
0: go and shoot gaps because that's what he does. Um, Along with Kobe Bryant, I had two other corners for not ready to play. Um, Christian Benford, who had a really strange game uh, against the Vikings, <laughs> yeah. where he started off hot and then it, it, it kind of uh, – he had the interception – he also gave up five for eighty-one. He also had a DPI and unnecessary roughness. He's played well given the context definitely. of where he's drafted, but also I just think as the Bills push to be a Super Bowl contending team, like I don't think this is a guy who can be starting in the playoffs against Patrick Mahomes. For example. yeah, no, definitely. And then kind of similar thing, flip side of that game, a Caleb Evans for the Vikings um, gave up three catches, thirty-six yards, and a touchdown. Also had a key force fumble and a, and a nice TFL, but it's just the, these guys are both playing a lot for teams that have Super Bowl ap- aspirations, and I yeah. thought they struggled in these games against really good receiver cores. Yeah, who yeah, both? I mean, Jefferson I had uh, had uh, like, you
1: know a high end like all time, maybe not all time, but maybe wide receiver performance of the year,
0: and Diggs was amazing too. Um, yeah. Um, going to best day three rookie. I, I just got quick two quick ones who we've mentioned a bunch of times uh Buccaneers tight on Kate Otten who just continues to be Tom yeah. Brady's safety blanket and then Bears left tackle Braxton Jones who's an NFL starting tackle like he is clearly that and he, he fits this offense well because he's such an athletically gifted guy who who does so well climbing in the run game and, and that's kind of what they're they're doing now which doesn't I know we've talked a lot of Braxton Jones but it
1: feels like he's he's not getting enough respect from like you know the national media for for a guy that's has no business playing as well as he is. You know what I mean? Jumping up from yep. southern Utah and, and starting for the Bears since week one. Like he's he's had a really, really good year. Um, he has. I wrote Kate Onan's name down, too, because he's just so solid, man. Like, that guy's going to stick for a long time. Speaking of, I, I'd i be remiss not to mention Damian Pierce. I didn't get him for rookie of the week, but 17 carries, 94 yards, ripped off a big, like, 44-yard run. Uh, also productive in the passing game, 37 yards and four catches. He's Damian Pierce. I don't know. I don't got much to see, like, watch him. He's Damian Pierce. He's a fucking monster. <laughs> uh, I had so many
0: undrafted rookies this week.
1: I had like, I'll, I'll get mine out of the way. It's Kadar, Who? Blah, blah blah. He's, look. I talk about him a lot. Gave up like one big play, but I had, I had two PBU's, and it's just been super solid. Like again, can't ask more from a UDFA playing on a playoff team, at corner too. Like, uh, so got that out of the way. You you give me your, your defensive rookie of the week was a uh, UDFA. So.
0: Yeah, I think part of it is we're we're hitting the, the back end of the NFL season. Yeah. Teams are banged up, undrafted rookies have to step up. Um obviously, yeah, Jack Sanborn was my defensive rookie of the week, but a couple more. Uh Steelers running back Jalen Warren continues to be mm-hmm. a legit RB two factor. It was also Najee Harris' best game, but thirty seven on the ground, forty through the air. Uh Cowboys undrafted rookie running back and Damian Pierce's yeah. running mate at Florida. Malik Davis, five carries thirty eight yards, looked good. He did look good. Um Rashid Shaheed had a nice first down catch. Uh, A couple nice kick returns. Jalen Virgil, the Appalachian State receiver, had a 66-yard touchdown against the Titans. Uh, He now plays for the Broncos. Um, That was Russell Wilson's best throw of the game. Uh, Same game. Titans edge rusher, and I'm going to butcher his name, Sam I, I'm so sorry. But the Maryland product. He he looked good. He was playing. He played 32 percent of the snaps with yeah. the Broncos. And he looked good setting the edge out there. He he's kind of a stout edge defender. Yep. Uh, and then finally, a team that's also starting an undrafted rookie now at, at off ball linebacker, the Raiders, uh, starting Wake Forest's Luke Masterson, who six tackles in TFL against the Colts. Um, just a, a productive. That's run a random. That's a random one. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. I one. have a. I have an even more random one that I I will get to
1: okay great uh rookies who flash I kind of wanted to keep a couple a couple low-key guys um, or I don't know somewhere um, <laughs> like first Jerome first Ford came off IR he's handling kick return duties didn't get any uh, offensive looks but had a really nice big return on the opening kickoff and I thought he just looked pretty good to handling kickoffs that's a fun one I think when cream hunt uh, you know leaves uh, he's gonna be easy be fun as RB2 there uh, eventually. Not so low key. Christian Harris, I just thought like this was his best game so far. Just really solid in the run against the Giants. Nine tackles. Uh, didn't didn't really miss any tackles. Um, just a solid game. And then a, a trio of Chiefs. Isaiah Pacheco is always fun. Like he just he just of a lot of fun to watch. Sixteen carries, eighty two yards. Did have a fumble, which interestingly in that committee did not take away his carries at all. So it seems like it's it's his backfield now. Um, and I don't blame, I don't blame Andy. He's, he's a hell of a lot of fun to watch run the ball. And on the defensive side, I thought Trent McDuffie played a really solid game. Uh, I think PFF gave him like six receptions allowed, but like it was all really underneath dinky stuff and some like a, a lot in garbage time too. I thought he looked really good. Had a couple PBUs, uh, had a TFL and, and Joshua Williams, not as flashy or anything. Um, and the, like after the bills picked on him a couple weeks ago, I thought he just looked really, really solid this week.
0: Um, I put Drake London in here, but I also put uh, Tyler Smith, who had another good game, mm-hmm. Cowboys against Packers. Um, Chigaconquo, who guy. second straight we had a a forty yard catch and run where he just bounced off tacklers. Uh, they should get him more looks. And um, Aiden Hutchinson played a really really solid game against the Bears. They played him inside a little bit more. He uh he had a pressure. I don't think he they gave it to him, but. In my books, he had a pressure where he lined up on left guard and just kind of walked him back. Uh, he had a sack near the end of the game that forced the Bears into a fourth and long situation, uh, where um, he just kind of uh, used a rip move to to get the best of uh, uh, Riley Reef and, and chase down Justin Fields. A couple good run stops in there too. I had that nice um, tackle at the end of the game on the goal line. He he <laughs> he wasn't like. All pro type of defensive rookie of the year performance, but a, a very solid showing from him. Should it sounds like you should have been defensive
1: rookie of the week. But whatever, Rob. Whatever. Uh, give me your freaky out of nowhere rookie,
0: Lewis Kid. I don't know who that is. I don't know who who that is. started at guard for the Saints against the Steelers? Montana State product. Oh, only played twenty six percent of the snaps, or sorry, twenty six snaps. But uh, he was not a lot. Like, I was like, oh, Cam Hayward's going to welcome this 25-year-old rookie to the NFL. And then uh, he held up. He's fine. That's really random. That's a good it one. Was so, I was like, who is this man? I have no idea. Uh,
1: mine is not so uh, mysterious. It's one, it's one of our guys, John Ridgeway, but on his second team in Washington. I had that, that first fumble on Goddard where... Goddard was also getting face masks and ended up injured. But that's a really, really nice play coming back uh, for John Ridgway, who seems like he's going to stick in Washington.
0: Yeah, I, t- I think I talked about him two he or did. three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah he did. Finally, my start the rook. Um, there's no bigger train wreck than the Las Vegas Raiders, who apparently can't afford to fire Josh McDaniels, so <laughs> we'll get him for a little while longer. Josh McDaniels just lost to a coach who's never coached in the NFL. Sick. Um, He also isn't starting Thayer Mumford at right tackle, and I just don't understand why. Mm -hmm, Mumford has been better than Jermaine Illuminor. Uh, Mumford started two games this year. He's played four games with over 40% of the snaps, but he's only played 19 snaps in the last two games, both losses, by the way. And I just think, why not start your seventh-round rookie, who's been surprisingly good when he's in there, at right tackle? Um, He fits kind of that what their offense has been doing well, which is mashing in the run game. He fits that well. And I don't know, they play the Broncos this week and the, the Broncos pass rush is, is, is tough. And, and Nicholas Petit-Ferrer uh, struggled at times as his Ohio State teammate this past week. But at the same time, I, I, I'd like to see him play. Oh, I should have mentioned Nick Benito played a nice little game for the Broncos.
1: Tremaine uh, Illuminar cost them more money. So he they got they got to get the money out of it, I think. <laughs> Um, I'm sticking in the Southwest. Sticking with our our guys, Rob. Um, our guy, Kyron Williams, came back off IR, activated. Got no looks until late into garbage time, and then he got the he got the roll. He got one one carry for nine yards, the f- nine yards per carry. That's elite. Three okay. catches for thirty yards, ten yards per catch. High level.
0: This guy's a he, first down machine.
1: He's a first down machine. He looked decent. I mean, that's almost forty yards on one drive. Um, that. Rams, backfield, stinky, stinky. Let's get them some early work. I'm not saying, like, literally start them and run them every down, but let's get them some work when the game is still uh, not over for the Rams.
0: All right. Well, we only have eight more weeks of this, so. Damn. Season's flying by, but uh, I got to get out of here because two of my favorite things are happening today. You want to know what they are? I would love to. One of them is Maction Football. The other the Jeopardy! Tournament of Champions. Oh, enjoy. Championship seven-game series.